We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast yeah let me hear your body talk Olivia Newton-John dead what do we know about her death how'd she die do you know Antonio I didn't no? look enough into it all right you find out what you can <laughs> Colleen calling from Southington hello Colleen <laughs> Hi, how are you? Thanks for the call. Um, I'm calling because there was a, uh, someone on your show that said that there's really not a difference between Terry Wood and Dominic Rapini. And I would have to say, I totally disagree. I'm from Take Back Connecticut and from Parents' Choice. And let me tell you, it's the liberal voting record that Terry Wood has that got us partly in the mess that we're in. It's these it's same politicians that are saying how they had the experience, but really the experience has got us in the mess. We need something different to get us out of the mess. Yes, experience can be a bad thing. Education, the knowledge, the experience, totally different ballgame. Totally different ballgame. Experience can uh, can be a negative. In her case, yes, she voted for the mess we have. Liberal voting for the mess that we have that people don't want. Why would we reward that and continue the same thing? We wouldn't, you don't continue the same mistakes. Why would we give the trust to her now when she already took it away? That is a great question because uh, there is a lot of that that goes on, Colleen. Thank you for the call. Yeah, People do keep voting for the same thing over and over and over again and think somehow it's going to be good or better. That's a great point. 860-522-9842. Rant line number 860-751-4698. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Today, August 8th, tomorrow, August 9th, primary day. Everybody's got to go out and vote. Make a little noise with your political prerogatives. Joining us now is one of the candidates for United States Senate on the Republican side, Peter Lumage. Hello, Peter. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. So uh, it's the last day. How, how do you campaign? Is it, is it a different thing as you get closer to Election Day? 
Uh, it's a lot of work that we're doing. This is the fourth radio interview that I'm doing for today. I, uh, I have a TV interview that is coming up in about half an hour. Uh, we did four events. The reception, the energy out there is, you know, outstanding, and uh, we're feeling good. I mean, uh, everywhere we go, it's just uh, the, the people are energized, and they are part of the failed liberal policies, and they want to defeat Blumenthal, and Blumenthal is remaining the target. When you talk about the energy, d- talk about the different campaigns you've been in, and do they feel different? Are there different dynamics going on? Is the energy varied from one campaign to the next? Um, yeah, it, there is a major difference. What I'm seeing right now, for example, yesterday, I got a call from someone in Torrington who never voted Republican before. He was registered, unaffiliated, changed the party after the debate that we had uh, with my uh, two opponents. Uh, the TV debate? And he said, mm-hmm. The TV debate, is that what you're saying? Yes, the TV debate. And mm-hmm. uh, that changed a lot of uh, people's minds that, uh, you know, they are switching parties. So I wound up going to Torrington in the morning. I met with them. Gave them some yard signs, and uh, look, we've seen a lot of people switch into the Republican Party to vote in the primary. And I think it's a good thing that if we can keep the base energized and uh, people who are disenchanted with the Democrats, I think we have a very good chance to uh, defeat Blumenthal and uh, win the executive branch of the government, which is the governor. It would make a, such a big difference to have a Republican U.S. Senator in the state of Connecticut. What would be, do you think, the main change that would make? for the country and for the state? Um, look, the way I'm looking at this, and the reason why I'm running so strongly on the conservative principles is that the biggest threat that I see to coming to the United States is not China, it's not Iran or Russia. It, the biggest threat is the entity that's t- that uh, t- t- has taken over the U.S. government. These are Marxists that we must defeat. If America falls to Marxism, the Western civilization will fall. And I've seen Marxists. I grew up in a communist country. I know what this evil ideology called socialism can do to people and nations. And I'm definitely and, and, and strongly and, and deeply concerned about the future of my children and, and you know, other people, other Americans' children, that you know, we must defeat this ideology. But we have right now uh, in Bloomingdale and some other elected uh, U.S. senators and uh, members of the House that they got sworn in to uphold the Constitution, defend the Constitution, protect the Constitution. Yet they are promoting this failed, evil ideology in the United States Senate and House, and we must identify them and defeat them for the, for the, uh, the, for the sake of uh, for the future of this country. We're talking to Peter Lamage. He's a candidate for Senate. Up uh, tomorrow, there will be a vote for U.S. Senate for on, uh, because it's Dick Blumenthal's seat that's up, so there's uh, your chance to make your voice known as to whether there should be a change or not. And that's why Peter is here talking to us. So, Peter, you mentioned Marxism. Can you, can you define what that is for, as, as somebody who has lived through it, talking to people for whom that might just be rhetoric that they can't relate to? <laughs> look, it's all about command and control of the government. I mean, look what the, the bill that they just uh, passed at the United States Senate where they're going to have 87,000 IRS agents added to the uh, IRS to audit you and I. I mean, instead of these uh, 87,000 uh, agents going after ordinary folks to audit them, why shouldn't we just turn around and audit every federal agency like Reagan did and then downsize them 25%, get rid of some agencies such as even the IRS and the uh, Department of Education? The government has grown so big 
that the separation of powers and what the founding fathers wanted us to have, and a government with enumerated powers, it no longer exists. Everything is centralized in Washington, and Washington is deciding, you know, pretty much our lives and your life and everyone's lives uh, out there. I believe that federalism should be reestablished where the states independently decide on their own, and the local, the local uh, uh, decisions are much more important and much more applicable to everyday uh, problems that we face instead of allowing the uh, uh, elites in Washington to decide this. So when I talk about Marxism, it has to do with the command and control of the government. And what I mean by that, if you refer back to Eastern Europe, we were pretty much slaves. We were owned by the government. I was owned by the government. I was told what to do, what time to get up, what time to go to sleep, what jobs to do, how much I would be paid, not to attend church. I mean, everything that America stands for right now is under attack by these Marxists, whether it's the Judeo-Christian values, whether it's the border, whether it's the currency which they are destroying it, the Supreme Court. I mean, anything and everything that we stand for and the founding documents provide for is under attack by these Marxists, and we have to defeat them. Peter Lamage, give us a 30-second, 45-second little pitch on yourself for tomorrow. Uh, look, I'm, I'm calling up on everyone out there. Get out and vote. Vote Lamage. I'm the true conservative. I'm the unwavering conservative in this race. I never change my positions. Win or lose, I'll maintain my conservatism. I'm pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution. I'm a god family, country guy, and if you give me the chance to go to Washington, I will not let you down. I can be, you know, you can uh, read more about me at PeterLumage.com, but please get out to vote and vote Lumage tomorrow. Peter, thank you so much for being here. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for having me. Peter Lumage, candidate for U.S. Senate on the Republican side. 860-522-9842. George calling from Canton. Hello, George. Well, uh, a soggy greetings to you. It was raining over here in Burlington. Right. Did it did it uh, hit hard? Well, for about ten minutes, and now yeah. the sky's blue and it's uh, uh, the sun's out. It's that's what's those. going on this summer. It's very strange. Yeah, it's that kind of. Hey, uh, Todd. I just the other day, I heard a quote. I, I love to give credit where the where it's due. People don't seem to remember William F. Buckley. I think they called him the father of modern conservatism, I believe. Buckley was quoted as having said, uh, it's not that you don't want to vote for the best candidate. You want to vote for the best candidate that can win. And I, I was, with all due respect to, to Pastor Will, he was leaning towards Themis because he says Themis has name recognition and can win. Well, Swallowing that vote for me was hard, but I was going to do it. After listening to Tom, who I believe can uh, can uh, cut up and dice a uh, a subject about politics uh, and get to the nitty gritty, as Paul Harvey used to say, "Shuck to the cob." Uh, uh, I'm going to vote for Levy, as is my wife. And well, the um, you know, I I think the point that. William F. Buckley. By the way, I was watching a video of him this morning, so it's funny that you uh, that you mentioned him. He was interviewing Barry Goldwater, and I, now my purpose was I wanted to see some Barry Goldwater just to be uh, reminded of him and and what he was doing back in 1964. But I I think the um, I think the important point about that Buckley statement is he's saying be loyal to the Republican and go for the one that 
best matches your your beliefs and can win. But there's also a factor of sometimes, I think, voting for somebody who might be less likely to win, but will do a better job of advocating for those values. Because over time, I feel like the conservative side, the pro-American side, has neglected the rhetorical importance of being out there articulating for people why you have to believe in the American system or government. Well, I, I agree, and I, uh, but certainly the clarity that, that uh, Tom brought to my, uh, my uh, decision here was that there's not enough difference between uh, Thomas and, and uh, uh, um, uh, Dick Blumenthal, who is the most uh, incidentally appropriately named uh, 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 senator in the business, I think, uh, but nonetheless. Uh, I, I, I am doing, uh, we're voting for Levy, and I am going, and, and Trump's endorsement didn't hurt, uh, uh, but I'm hoping that, uh, that there's a stark difference enough and that it'll give people who have gotten 20 years of a dose of ideas <laughs> and, and that don't work. Yeah. Clearly they keep voting. It's like abused, uh, abused, I'll say women, but partners in a relationship. They keep getting beaten up, and the abuser keeps apologizing, and they keep taking the abuser back. Well, the abused here are the are the Democrats, mm-hmm. and they keep taking the apology and revoting for the same person that beat them up. Well, I think we're all the abused, but but I, I get your analogy anyway. George, thank you so much for the call. Nice to hear from you, as always. Winchester is where we go next for Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Hey, how are you? Nice to talk I with you. I am voting for Peter Lamage. And uh, referring to your last caller, when are we going to stop voting for people who are likely to win and start voting for the ideas that we, like you said, agree with? Peter is a constitutionalist. He's going to be hard on the border. He's going to vote against Mitch McConnell, who has done not great things for the Republican Party. You know, I don't know why Trump voted or uh, endorsed Levy. I don't know why he endorsed Oz, but uh, I think Peter Lee, or Peter Lamage is our guy. He's got all the right ideas. All right, Sandra. Well, thank you for making your opinion known. It's good to get everybody's feelings out there. Paul in Enfield next. Hi, Paul. Hi. Uh, I, tonight is a uh, telephone rally with Trump uh, and Leora Levy. Uh, you can see on the internet, uh, you dial in 203-819-7314. Is that at 8 o'clock? At 8 o'clock, and I'm, I, I work for the Levy campaign, and what I hear uh, uh, is somewhat misinformation. She's pro-parent, so she is uh, definitely does not like um, medical mandates of any kind. Uh, we had several rallies, and people clapped. For the, uh, her position, she's a parent, obviously. She's uh, uh, pro-gun uh, uh, rights. Uh, she's pro-speech. Uh, and she's a constitutional conservative. I know Peter is saying he is a conservative, but she's constitutional. In other words, if it isn't in the Constitution, she's not for it. And uh, so she differs a little bit from Trump uh, on that. Um, but... There's a lot of misinformation out there, I guess, because this came up very fast in terms of uh, the primary. Um, and she gets uh, 
an applause from young people, 20s, 30s, and 40s. Uh, and when I was uh, doing a campaign back in 2020, uh, we were Trump, and we were also doing District 2 for the Congress against Joe Courtney. A lot of young people and a lot of Hispanics, and I don't think anybody is monitoring the Hispanic vote. And, of course, Leora is Hispanic as well. Yes, so, so uh, you're right. There is a lot of energy shifting in national politics, and I think here in the state, because people are realizing that Democrats no longer represent working-class voters. George in Vernon. Hi, you're on WTIC. Yes, how are you? Thank you for the call. Yes, uh, Pierre Lamage. Where is he from, Albania? Yes. Okay. Well, I always I'd like to talk to Pierre Lamage. I would ask him how he feels about Albanians infiltrating uh, Europe. I've gone travel to Europe many times. Albanians are going over there and taking all the work away from the natural citizens. And they're not very good people. I hate to tell you, but uh, they're not very good people. And I would suggest how do you, how did you determine this, George? As I said, I have a house there. I've lived there, and I meet and I deal with Albanians all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're and the country, and they are not very good people. So. You have the anti-immigration. Ask him about how he feels about Albanians going to Greece, Europe, at all, and infiltrating. And in what way are they they infiltrating as opposed to are they coming in illegally? Is that what you're saying? Yes, illegally, and they're taking the jobs away from the regular Europeans because they work. And does that, so does that make them bad people in your mind? Like the people who come into this country from south of the border, I don't think of them as being bad people. I think of the bad people as being the ones who try to force us to not obey our own immigration laws. But I don't think of the people coming here because we have a great country with a great economy as being bad people. I just think they're trying to survive. No, I agree with you on that. And with that being said, you can't be anti-immigration coming here, but be pro-immigration of going to other countries. Well, I think there's uh, such a thing as being anti-illegal immigration and pro-legal immigration. We need immigrants. All countries do, I think. But that doesn't mean that it needs to happen illegally. Thank you for the call, sir. 860-522-9842. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. It's funny how people feel conflicted about what to do. And and I understand it's complicated. So there's three candidates on the Republican side for U.S. Senate. Themis Claritus, who is the consummate insider, spent 20 years or something in the House of Representatives in Hartford and was the Republican leader in the House for the last few years. And she's married to a guy who's a high-level administrator at Eversource. So Miss Insider, that's what she is, which you can like or dislike, depending on how that feels to you. And then you've got Peter Lumage, an immigrant to this country who came escaping communism and coming for freedom and celebrating freedom and he's run a few times for office and he's um, a lawyer I believe practicing law yes and then you have um, Leora Levy who has been active in Republican politics and has not run for office before was considering some other positions but this is her first run and she got endorsed by Donald Trump so you've got You've got a number of different ways of looking at the race and deciding who you want to support. And that's the basic lay of the land. But, you know, I'm surprised here. George, for example, who's a very thoughtful guy and pays a lot of attention, changed his mind on who to vote for just listening to Tom Scott today. That's kind of cool. Matt in Bristol. Hello, Matt. Hey. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I, I kept flipping back and forth between Levy and Lamage. Uh, but uh, every time I hear peter lamage speak i'm like he's just a guy i I don't know i i just like i just like everything he says you like him because of the lack of pretense and and not sounding like a politician yeah he's just straight to the point he's unapologetic and you know he believes what he believes and and that's it and i yeah i I just i just think you know a straight talking republican that actually might have a chance to take down blumenthal and uh let's see what happens I, i was wondering which way you were leaning the um, well, the hard part of it is that there is you've got two people who claim that conservative mantle, and so Peter, Peter, uh, well, you heard Tom Scott lay out Peter's his issue with Peter, which is he thinks he um, has run several times, doesn't get close. Why does he keep running? Leora Levy's more better positioned to do better in the race especially since she just got endorsed by Trump. So 
I guess my question for you would be, how does that weigh on you? How does that affect you? Well, I, you know, as much as I love Trump, I don't know if, if a Trump endorsement is the best. It is a positive in Connecticut in the general election, at least. It also could be problematic along those lines. Bringing Donald Trump into Connecticut for one Republican makes that a potential burden hung around the necks of all Republicans. In in this state, it's possible. Well, they will attack everybody. Like, they'll go after Mm -hmm. Bob and say, oh, he's just another one of those Trump Republicans, because they like doing that. They like doing the character assassination thing. Yeah, they love tying everyone to Trump. Even though yes. I don't know why we don't do the same thing and ask the Democrat um, politicians what they think of Biden. I don't know why we don't play the same game with them. Well, because we don't have the media in the in our pockets like the the left does. Yeah, <laughs> it helps to have a media partnership. Matt, good to hear from you. Thank you for the call, sir. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Rant line number. Eight six zero seven five one forty six ninety eight. Back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, it's WTIC. Mondays we talk with Chris Powell from the Journal Inquirer, a wonderful political analyst with a great turn of phrase and a surgical pen. Chris, hope you had a good weekend. Welcome back to the work week. Yeah, great to be with you, Todd. So tomorrow's election day. Do you have any words of wisdom for people who are uh, trying to figure out how to what that what the heck it's doing right here in the middle of summer? Well, I, I don't have any special uh, insight. I haven't seen any uh, polling. I just am pretty convinced, though, that uh, Connecticut used to elect uh, moderate Republicans. You can call them rhinos if you want, but they voted with the Republicans to organize uh, Congress um, and. Uh, uh, as far as I can see, we have maybe only 12 state legislators who are willing to identify as, uh, you know, very frank, hardline uh, conservatives. Um, and if, uh, as as I do, you'd like to uh, see uh, uh, Senator Blumenthal enjoying his well-earned Social Security, um, then I think you have to you choose, uh, you know, between uh, are we going to stomach another moderate Republican uh, or get in- excited over, uh, you know, somebody who just got the kiss of death from uh, from Trump? Um, I don't. I'm not really impressed with Themis uh, uh, Clarendis's uh, candidacy. I think she's putting everybody to sleep. But I don't see how uh, Levy or Lomage can uh, can win. Uh, I'm sure Blumenthal's rooting for him rooting for someone other than uh, Themis to be the nominee. So it'll sure, be, I, yeah. I think he's you know be very happy to run against uh, Levy or or Lumage. Uh, and so far as he'd worry about anything, I think he'd worry a little about uh, Claritas, uh, uh, though I think she'd have to start running a much better campaign than she's been running so far. Yeah, I find this uh, this to be an interesting conversation. I'm not really sure which way. You know, there's some states, for example, where... 
that are very conservative states, like Florida is pretty hard-nosed these days, and that makes it easier for Ron DeSantis to be the, um, the well, the Trump-style candidate in some ways that makes him have a lot of energy for Republicans who liked the, the energy level that Trump brought to things, but may think he was a little self-destructive, and wouldn't it be nice to have a socially acceptable version of Trump? And But you can do that in Florida. I don't know that Ron DeSantis, even if he was elected governor in Connecticut, would want to be playing the game the way he's playing it. And, and I don't know if it's reasonable to expect Republicans running for office in Connecticut to act like hard-nosed conservatives from other states. On the other hand, there is this feeling that it doesn't get you anywhere electing people like Themis Claritus because she she plays both sides of the fence. And what good does it do us in the long term if we don't elect people who are willing to stand up for values that Republican voters share? Well, you can uh, you can you can watch Senator Blumenthal's uh, commercials. Uh, he's been telling Connecticut that if. Uh, uh, he doesn't get uh, reelected. Uh, you're going to have Mitch McConnell uh, as the new uh, Senate Majority Leader. Uh, well, <laughs> do you want Mitch McConnell as Senate Majority Leader, or do you want uh, Chuck Schumer? Um, you know, Blumenthal thinks that's the issue from uh, from his perspective. Uh, I imagine, from a Republican uh, perspective, you could make that the choice as well. Do you prefer uh, Mitch McConnell? Do you prefer uh, Chuck Schumer? Yeah, Mitch McConnell sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Claritas will vote for Mitch McConnell for Senate Majority Leader. Uh, uh, you know, Blumenthal won't. Um, if she's got the better chance is, uh, uh, of defeating Blumenthal, is that a reason to uh, to vote for her? Or, you know, do you want to uh, get your jollies by uh, uh, nominating a real hard-right uh, Republican, uh, you know, who probably won't get more than a third of the vote? Well, those are, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people who would vote for the latter, the one who would articulate conservative values but might not win because there would at least be a legacy created of campaigning on those values. I think uh, there's a lot of people who believe that if you just stood up and spoke like Chris Powell, for example, you know, liking small government, liking rational government, liking government that doesn't do the same things every time just be, because they're effective uh, for elections for Democrats, you know, but but don't don't end up being good policy for the state. And they feel that if you just keep going for the most electable person with a Republican label, that you don't actually get those values insinuated into the culture. Yeah, look, it's a fair concern. And as I said, I don't think Claritas has been running much of a campaign. I, you know, don't uh, have too much idea what she stands for, except that she, uh, you know, doesn't like Trump and uh, Trump doesn't like her. But uh, uh, if I'm if I'm running in Connecticut, uh, I don't know that I want the uh, the endorsement of, uh, you know, the last uh, the last president. Uh, um, Will uh, uh, Leora Levy, you know, <clears throat> give us, uh, you know, some great conservative movement to build on as Barry Goldwater did? Uh, I doubt it. You know, the other problem with Levy is that uh, when uh, Trump was first running, she disparaged him and called him vulgar. And then when he got into power, she decided, oh, he's great. And 
contributed a lot of money uh, to him and, and, and bought uh, an ambassadorial nomination, uh, uh, that, that'll be a, a very uh, hurtful issue against her if she gets the nomination, that, uh, that she's a political phony and opportunist. So what is the prognosis for Connecticut, do you think, moving forward? Do you see any political shift going on in terms of Republicans having the ability to gain more power, or do you see it turning into more of a Massachusetts, Rhode Island kind of state? Well, look, I know that we used to be able to elect moderate Republicans in Connecticut, uh, even in, you know, swing districts. Uh, uh, Rob Simmons, Chris Shays, Nancy Johnson, they held on to their districts a long time. And Shays uh, lost his uh, seat. Uh, he was the last, I guess, Republican uh, congressman in uh, New England, lost his seat in 2008 in large part because while people liked him and respected him and thought he was a thoughtful guy, they couldn't stand the uh, composition of the uh, National Republican uh, Congressional Party and figured uh, uh, if uh, Shays was uh, reelected, he was going to vote for a uh, Republican Speaker of the House, and people uh, thought that was getting too, too extreme. Um, I don't know. You know, politics is incremental. Um, is there a better chance uh, with uh, Claritas for, uh, you know, just that reason, or do you want to go whole hog with, uh, with Levy or Lumage? Um, uh, I, I'll, I'll believe that when I see, you know, Connecticut elect a, you know, a real hard right, uh, you know, conservative. I, I, the state is not there yet. There's certainly lots of issues that ought to turn people conservative, even here in, uh, right. in Connecticut. Um, you know, and I, I can see that uh, Republicans don't often have the, the guts to raise them. Uh, they're good government issues, and they're also conservative issues, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not terribly impressed with the Republican Party in Connecticut, Todd. But um, you know, we we we're, we're we're stuck with the major parties, and uh, yes, uh, we, we gotta we gotta make a choice. What are you, what are your thoughts on tomorrow? What kind of feeling do you have, uh, Chris Powell, in terms of the sort of energy and excitement there is about having a primary? Well, we'll see uh, if there's a lot of enthousi- enthusiasm from. Uh, uh, Trump partisans. I mean, he certainly made a very dramatic entry into the the campaign the the other day uh, when he gave the cell phone conversation endorsement to uh, uh, to Levy. Are there a lot of uh, Trump people in the party who reg- you know are ready to come out to to vote tomorrow? I look. I don't have much uh, uh, much sense of that. Uh, you know, to to a great extent, the party we in Connecticut will. Uh, define itself tomorrow. Uh, if you're looking for change in Connecticut and you're not necessarily uh, so partisan, uh, you know, I just would have to be afraid that Trump is the kiss of death. At least, you know, he he hasn't uh, done well in Connecticut. And even now, with Biden being so unpopular uh, and Trump even leading Biden in some national polls, uh, Biden uh, really uh, clobbers him here in Connecticut. Yes. All right, Chris Powell, thank you, sir, for being here. Thank you, Ted. Nice to talk with you. We'll see you next week. Chris Powell from the Journal Inquirer. Let's play some rants, take some phone calls, 860-522-9842. Hi, Todd. It's me again. This is for all you uh, people who who want to keep Connecticut blue. Well, tell me something. If it, being blue is so great, how come Connecticut has the largest rate of sex trafficking by children. And 
and these groups that are killing each other in Hartford, silly gangs. And, and it's tremendous. And the tax right here is tremendous. But you, you want to keep it blue. What the heck's your problem, huh? You like paying for all of this? What's wrong with a safe state like Florida? What's wrong with a low-cost state like Florida? They're all red, by the way, huh? Maybe I think we should go red later. Yeah, good idea, Gladys. A bill that was under construction was named for inflation reduction. The alleged sobriquet to reduce our debt will cause economic destruction. What was that word? Sobriquet? I don't know that one. Anthony, you, is that part of your vernacular, sobriquet? Hey, Todd, I get a kick out of this new uh, IRS edition, how we're going to double the size of the IRS, and there's a trillion dollars out there that the government's missing. Well, what you're really going to be doing is taking a trillion dollars out of people's hands that have discretion in their spending and giving it to the government to do whatever they want with it, like maybe buy votes. Goodbye. Oh, the less, the less money the government has, the better off we all are. Hello, Todd John here. It's uh, Saturday, the 6th of August. On TIC News, was this Connecticut has a new website for abortions here in Connecticut and a new uh, phone number to call. So if you're in Connecticut or out of Connecticut, you can get information how to come here for an abortion. This is being done at taxpayers' expense. What organization is funding this hotline and phone number and putting it on the computer? It must be taxpayers' expense. Many taxpayers don't want to pay for this. So how is it being funded? A good question. Remember when uh, nothing was ever government-funded having to do with abortion? The price of gas drops $1 after having gone up about $4. Joe Biden is uh, crooning and claiming all kinds of credit for it. Let's see where that leaves us. To me, that kind of sounds like one step forward and four steps back. Somebody do the math on that for me. It is funny, isn't it, how Democrats uh, go right away try to brag about how much the cost of gas has gone down. It's, it's like, uh, you know, you only got wrongfully convicted and put away for 10 years, and now they've reduced it to eight years. Shouldn't you be thrilled? But, you know, you're still looking at the eight years that you shouldn't be serving. Uh, Friday, you were talking about uh, uh, Trump's endorsement for Laura Levy. How does it affect your thinking? Uh, are you going to vote, not vote? What's your deal? Uh, I always plan on voting. Uh, I was going back and forth on the Senate thing. Um, I, I, I think Senate's, she's, she's one of those people. you got to drain the swamp, and she's one of them. Uh, I, I never quite trusted her enough. She's hard-talking in this, and she's smart politically, and, but I never quite trusted her. Listen to Laura Levy on TIC many, many times. She comes across very, very thoughtful, concise. She, she doesn't have that political speak yet. But uh, and I, I was leaning towards her, and then Trump said he endorsed her. That was it. Man, I'm, I'm in. I'm voting for Laura Levy. My only consideration is electability 
Uh, I don't care now. I don't care. Trump said, boom, right, that's it. I'm voting for Laura Levy because I do think she's better than Demis Claritus, who will just become another rhino in the swamp, and I don't need that. Did anybody else make up their mind because of the Trump endorsement to vote for Leora Levy because she was endorsed by Trump? 860-522-9842. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 